does Tom Cruise, John Travolta, and Xenu, the leader of the Galactic Federation, have in common? These three people are all related to the cult-like religion known as Scientology. Join me, Noah, and my co-hosts, Grace and Andre, as we discuss the world of Scientology on this premiere episode of Cult Culture. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cult Culture. This week's episode, we're going to be talking about Scientology. Uh, To start, we're going to talk about what even Scientology is, how it was founded, and then we're going to bleed in more to what they think they do and if we would find this appealing in our in our daily lives. Um, so just background on Scientology, it started in 1952 from a guy named L. Ron Hubbard. He was a, he was a science fiction writer at the time. He had also had served some time in the military, but was released from duty after firing upon some islands. And that ended his military career. He started writing some science fiction. Eventually, he wrote a book called Dianetics. And Dianetics was a pretty popular book for the time. It was one of the best. It was on the bestsellers list for a couple weeks. And it was more of a like ideology of how to live your life. Uh, the official title, Dianetics, the Modern Science of Mental Health, is kind of the, the formation and the, the start of Scientology. And once it gained traction, that's when... L. Ron Hubbard created a religion out of it, which is now known as Scientology. Um, have you guys heard of Scientology? I, um, I have. I've seen churches around um, since I, I remember seeing a church when I was little, and I never really thought much about it. But then when you get older, you kind of hear, like, because there's famous people part of it, you kind of hear more and more about people joining it and and the terrible things they do and you start to just really wonder how it is so popular. Yeah, it definitely has been portrayed more negatively in the, in the public recently, especially with uh, the one TV show that came out a little while ago, Leah Remedy. She talked about her experiences with Scientology. Um, Andre, I know you're from Czech Republic. Have you heard about it where you're from or not until we, Actually, I haven't uh, heard the name Scientology before I started working on the project with you guys, but slightly I remember this uh, this type of stuff uh, from the TV show called The Simpsons, where is the one episode kind of warning against joining this 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 thing. So that's the that's the first thing with this name, but I haven't, it's, it's not really popular overall here in Czech Republic. Yeah. Yeah. It shows like uh, the Simpsons and South Park even did an episode on it too, where they kind of poke fun of uh, what Scientology is and kind of what they believe. Um, so imagine yourselves, you're walking into Scientology, you're, you're learning like what, what it is, how you're doing. And, they come up to you and they say they can get rid of all your anxieties and fears because that's like mental health. Oddly enough is kind of what they draw people in with. Um, (laughs) They also kind of draw people in um, like it's, they, they sound like they know what they're doing. Like on their website, um, they talk a lot about how um, a lot of their, fundamental truths that they believe in are like man is an immortal spiritual being 
his experience extends well beyond a single lifetime and his capabilities are unlimited, even if not presently realized. And a lot of what they do is like they tell people, oh, yeah, you know, your capabilities are unlimited, even not presently realized, and we can help you realize those capabilities. They kind of they, they do it like what a lot of cults do and they tell you, like, we'll help you become a better person. But to do that, they kind of make you feel like, you know, you're not a good person in the first place. You know, they'll take these things that are wrong about you and use it to take advantage of you. Yeah, and that's actually, you touched on a key point there. Um, So kind of their diagnosis for how you're feeling, they believe in these um, spirits that live in your body called thetans. And those are the reasons for like your anxieties and your fears and your doubts about everything. So they do these things called auditing sessions with a device called an e-meter. It's an e-meter is basically just a dial on an instrument and you hold these two copper pipes with wires connected to them. And you tell your auditor, which is the person that kind of leads the session. You kind of just, it's almost like a therapy session where you talk about what, what anxieties you're feeling that kind of stuff. But auditors will also dive deeper into like, well, what are some bad things that you've done to, to kind of help you, like confess and get rid of those so it's not weighing on your mind anymore. But what a lot of people don't realize is at the same time, they're recording all this information and writing it down. And they keep this information to not to necessarily blackmail you once you're getting ready to leave the church, which I think a lot of people, when they first join, they don't necessarily realize so like you join but you can't leave because they'll they'll they might use it against you um do, didn't they use that um weren't there rumors that was used against one of the their more famous members yeah that's that's sort of a conspiracy theory as to uh, why john travolta and tom cruise some of the more prominent and more famous members of scientology are still in the church um the one rumor was that john travolta is gay and he doesn't want anyone knowing about that. And that's something that Scientology was holding over his head. Um, another rumor is that Tom Cruise has killed somebody and the church knows about it. And that's what they're using to keep him in the picture. Because Tom Cruise is almost like the po- the poster child for Scientology at the moment. He's probably their most famous member up to this point. Yeah. Well, um. It's funny because they talk about members like that who are, um, you know, like who like they're saying they're being blackmailed, you know, like people think that they're being forced to stay there. And then you have other famous members like, you know, Elizabeth Moss, who stands up for the Church of Scientology, like she grew up in it. And now she's known for um, playing the lead role in The Handmaid's Tale, which is kind of a show that's really like, you know, anti-cult, you know, be careful, like, you know, extremism. It's all about extremism and control over people's lives. But um, the Scientology is accused of doing some of those things. Um, like, um, I remember you mentioned one time they'll um, force abortions for certain members. Yeah, that, that dives a little bit more into an organization within Scientology called Sea Org, which is for more upper-level members. So Sea Org was founded a long time ago, back when L. Ron Hubbard was still alive and 
was the head of Scientology. Current day, the head of Scientology is a man named David Miscavige. Um, but Sea Org initially started because L. Ron Hubbard needed to avoid the IRS because he owed so much money in taxes that he was going to get arrested. So he bought a boat and then took a crew with him, which was then, which was known as the Sea Org. And he sailed to the Mediterranean Sea where he was out of U.S. jurisdiction and they couldn't catch him. Um, but these Sea Org members, they basically scrubbed down the boat. They did all this, all this manual labor, getting dirt pay, which because Scientology is considered a religion, it is like a principle they can work in as religious teachings so they don't have to follow like minimum wage laws, that kind of stuff. So over time, Sea Org has become more of like the mission trip type people within Scientology. And it's really those upper level people within the Sea Org that are getting most of the abuse that you hear from about Scientology members. Like the, the general members that are just starting out known as publics, they don't see any of that type of stuff. So they don't see anything wrong with joining. But Scientology is something where the further you get in, the more you learn about it and the darker it gets. Well, it, it's funny that, um, like, well, so, so um, we're going to assume Elizabeth Moss is just a general member, but I just think it's kind of ironic she participates in a show that's so against, you know, human rights abuses when the church she's part of is, you know, committing some of these um but I think kind of shows like, you know, once you're in it, you kind of believe only what they want you to believe, you yeah. know, like you refuse to see it. Like, I know, um, like my family, like they're not the, like my mom's side at least is real is Catholic. Like they're, um, they're pretty religious, but they'll, um, refuse to acknowledge something's wrong. If that happens in the church, like, um, you know, there'll be documentaries that come out about, um, you know, uh, priests um abusing abusing um children right and they'll just refuse to believe it they'll just outright refuse to acknowledge it um so i think kind of shows like once you're in a group like that you know you're only gonna believe what they tell you to believe not that the catholic church is a cult but um once you've dedicated your life to something it's pretty it's pretty dangerous um especially when you're part of a group like this yeah Um, what do you think guys would be, would be good and would do against us like spreading this this religious I I honestly have to say the Czech government makes pretty good work here in Czech and it's really strict uh, with the with the stuff about religious so they don't allow to make these extreme moves and money making for the religious kind of groups you think it would be it would be good or bad if a government start kind of uh making sure there is nothing there is not going about something bad um i feel like that'd be pretty hard to do in the united states since people are like pretty like everyone's really defensive of their religions um like everyone's really protective over it it's um Oh my gosh, it's First yeah. Amendment, right? If that's if that's wrong, <laughs> cut it out, please. <laughs> I don't want to be a failure of an American. Um, but um, 
No, because because it's um, such a big part of our constitution. I don't think uh, any sort of any sort of regulation over religion would ever it wouldn't it wouldn't work. It wouldn't. Nobody would let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it'd be harder in America Um, at the start of Scientology. Even it wasn't considered a religion. It was seen as a cult. Um, But that in the eyes of the IRS that changed after Scientology basically blackmailed the IRS into receiving religious status. They had some most likely Sea Org members or higher members of Scientology um, infiltrate a IRS banquet, basically, and they found that the IRS was using taxpayer money to pay all their bar tabs for this event. And so if that information got released, there would probably be some uproar about that. So Scientology used that information to kind of leverage the director of the IRS into granting Scientology religious status, which meant they'd get tax exemptions. And if that didn't happen, Scientology probably wouldn't be around today because they were on the verge of bankruptcy at that point. Um, I know other governments like Germany actually deem Scientology as a dangerous cult, not necessarily a, re- a religion. Mm-hmm. So I think it I think it differs on like a country by country basis what they deem it. Um, I just looked it up. The church has um a value of one point seven five billion. Yeah, and that's that's right mostly because they own property all around the world, which they can buy tax exempt depending on where they're at because of their religious status. So really, most of their money is in property. I remember we had. Oh, sorry. Um, I remember. I remember we had. No, it's the, a... Like in the past, like after revolution, when uh, we became the separate state, there was a few of these religious groups, and I remember they were trying to get people in, and then uh, they were trying to convince people to give them all of their property to make one big property of that group but they were lying it would be like good for the people so basically the people lost everything they owned and these these groups became like really really rich but then uh, it had became uh, really quickly uh, cancelled in Czech by the Czech government so it was a nice uh, Czech Republic government these types of groups were in Czech Republic as well. That's crazy. It probably um, it probably goes to contribute to why groups like this aren't as popular nowadays. Though people are probably way yeah, more careful exactly. after that. Yeah, and uh, looking at like even Scientology members in general as a whole have gone down, despite what the church says. Um, sometimes the church claims that there's millions of members worldwide, but it's found that there's really in the United States, probably somewhere around 30,000, 30,000 in the United States and maybe a couple, 10 more thousand worldwide. They really don't have that many members anymore. And I think some of it's due to the different shows and documentaries that have been coming out. Yeah people are able to speak out more media is more popular and widespread Yeah, and that makes the current members kind of think about what situation they're in 
kind of makes me glad that like it's all in media more often though because it kind of helps protect people from getting themselves in groups like this like um especially like because you know the um younger population it pays more attention to the media like you know like tv shows you know like the symptoms and stuff um and those like groups where um groups like this target target younger people so i think it's kind of helping protect um protect people from getting themselves stuck in a situation they can't get out of yeah so one one question i have for you guys is without knowing all the bad parts of scientology just looking at their like general mission statement of wanting to get rid of fears and anxieties is this is this an organization that you could see a reasoning in why people might join it I could see a very gullible person joining it. Cause like if I, when I look at, like I look at their mission statements and they, and like their, um, their code, like they, they have a giant list and it's like their code of all their stuff. They support. um, I could, I could see why someone would like it, but I also see how a lot of it's too good to be true. And, um, and a lot of the stuff is, um, like the number one thing in their code is to keep Scientologists, the public and the press accurately informed concerning Scientology. Um, because that's their number one thing. It just seems suspicious. Like when I, when I look at it, like I do see some suspicious things. Like why would your number one thing in your code be to keep people correctly informed if they weren't already informed? And if everyone already thinks something bad of it, there's probably some reason to it. But, um, other stuff like it's a lot of stuff like we're gonna help you become a better person um they have to embrace the policy of equal justice for all to support true humanitarian endeavors in the fields of human rights right support freedom of religion they have a lot of good stuff in there where i could see someone who's in a really desperate situation who's feeling really down about themselves who's really trying to make themselves better joining i i can honestly see why people are joining it uh they, they might go through the hard times. There, there might be divorce, divorces in their lives, losing some person they, they loved and stuff like that. And then when you see somebody's interested in you, but they are lying, actually, it, it, there might be like the reason for them to, tr- to start trusting in them and then join it. But... I think people should be really, really cautious about it because it's not the not the real interest. It's just interested in their in their money and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Like it projects good things, but um, I I could like Andre Andre, you mess you mentioned that um that like someone who recently lost someone would join. I, I especially agree with that because a lot of the stuff like they project is like they believe that, you know, man, a man has more than one life, like they're spiritual beings, um, like, you know, death isn't necessarily the end, yeah. I think. Um, I can go on that, but uh, like they seem to project that like death isn't the end and there's more after. So when you're in a vulnerable place, like you've just lost someone. And someone comes and tells you, oh, it's not really the end for them. You know, they're yeah. still, you know, they're more for them. You're going to feel yeah, that you're going to be more likely to join them. To um, to get the possibility to see again the person they love. But yeah, it's, it's really dangerous. And 
you should take it you should take it how it is and you might try to find another friend or another people you might you might have a good time with and stop stop doing stuff like joining these these groups definitely yeah definitely well now that we've kind of touched on what they have to offer i know we've mentioned some of the bad things about them such as uh forced abortions that kind of stuff um i think it'd be interesting to dive a little bit more into i guess the i guess the more crazy side of it um so i mentioned earlier that these there's they believe in these things called thetans which are the spirits that are in your bodies um but they have a very interesting story on just how these thetans got into your body. So um, this, this is obviously something written by L. Ron Hubbard, which keep in mind, he's a science fiction writer. So a long time ago on a distant planet, there is a, uh, a guy along the name of Xenu who was elected leader of the Galactic Federation. And Xenu did these tax audits on the population. And if you failed, you got like, you got this chemical injected into you that froze your heart. And then you got, they got loaded up onto these boxes and they flew space planes, which look like planes that we have today. He flew these planes to Earth, which was a prison planet for this distant alien race and they dropped all these boxes containing the people into volcanoes and then dropped hydrogen bombs on top of the volcanoes and so they're the souls of all these people which are thetans got released and xenu was able to craft some spaceship that was able to like suck them all up and then he brainwashed them all and released them onto earth and all those spirits flew into the people on Earth, and they, that's what's causing anxieties and everything. So we might have multiple Thetans in, in you at the same time. Grace, Andre, I hate to tell you, you guys got them inside oh your bodies God. right now. I need now. to join Scientology. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you got to get those things out of you. <laughs> and the only way to do that, you guys, is to tell me all your deepest, darkest secrets. And I'm just going to write them down, oh, no. keep them in a filing cabinet. You guys just, you know, pay me tens of thousands of dollars. It's it's no issue. Sounds good to me. Yeah, just totally. 100%. And once you guys do that, you'll you'll travel along the progress, which is called the bridge to total freedom. And then once I feel like you guys are ready and you've gotten, you've released all your secrets to me, you guys will make it to... Uh, the OT level, which is called Operating Thetan. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, along along all these levels, like once you reach Operating Thetan, that's when you find out the story I just told you guys about this, about this creation story. So the whole time you guys would have been in Scientology, you wouldn't have known about this. And then you get to the point where you learn about this, and uh, I had watched one documentary called Going Clear, and that's when one guy decided to leave. Was he found out that's what the creation story is, and technically that's what he would have believed in. And he kind of reflected, like, do I really believe in this crap? 
And then that's when he decided to leave. It sounds so, it just sounds crazy when you first hear it. But then when you remember the guy who wrote it, wrote science fiction books for like a living, it's just manipulative. I'm having trouble pronouncing manipulative. (laughs) Um, uh, It's insane. But, um, I think they can make it as crazy as they want because once you dedicated as much time and money as one would have to do to make it that far, like you'll believe anything. Cause otherwise you have to actually reflect and realize you've wasted all that time and money. Yeah. Um, the money thing we have to pay reminds me of a, another call. I, I watched a documentary about like a bunch of cults and there was one, I think it was like Nixum. Um, but it was like, it was spelled as a V it was like NXVM. Um, I'll do a quick, but, um, basically it was, it just seemed like one of those, um, you like where you go in and it's like, um, a life coach. Right. Um, but it wasn't, it was just like, they were indoctrinating you into like a cult and, um, they had members who were like tens of thousands of dollars in debt because they were taking out loans to pay for these meetings. And it's, it's, it's like the taking money thing, like, you know, telling people you need to go to these meetings and then charging them a ton of money for it. It's NXIVM. Mm. Sorry. Um, but I just think um, it's kind of it's kind of a base part of a cult. Like, you know, um, at least in the church I went to when I was little, like there you'd always like donate like a couple dollars when you went to church. Um, but it wasn't an obligation. Right. Well, in these cults, like you're obligated, you have to pay a ton of money in order to even go to these meetings in the first place. So it's kind of interesting that um, something that's been absolutely confirmed as a cult and Scientology are doing something really similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, yeah. I have to say, the, it's crazy to like realize the people who are in the Scientology uh, go against you because they seem so. They seems so happy about their life, and in this way, they are they are trying to convince you. And you might not even realize at the first time there might be something wrong. So that's the thing which is probably most dangerous about it. Well, the craziest part is like those people who are trying to bring you in might not even know. Like they might not even be high enough members to know the actual story you know, like what they actually believe in. So it's, it's just the manipulated yeah. are manipulating others <laughs> into joining. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and then touching more on uh, Sea Org, there's something I forgot to mention e- earlier. So Sea Org is like that elite organization. And I talked about they worked for low pay, but I also forgot to mention that they sign a billion year contract. A billion yeah, a billion year. with a B. Um, and that's because Scientologists believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. So during those auditing sessions I talked about earlier, there's a chance they might they might bring out your past lives and you start remembering information from your past life and all this other stuff. <laughs> Imagine you're just a regular person just walking down the street, right? And this person comes up to you and says, hey, you signed a billion-year contract in your past life. You have to come with us. Yeah. 
And oh although there are people that are able to break out of that contract, there's a lot of repercussions for leaving the Church of Scientology. Um, some people, when they left Sea Org, they got a, what's called a freeloader bill for tens of thousands of dollars. They have to sign affidavits saying they're not going to talk about what went on in the church once they leave. Because, well, the one thing Scientology has is damn good lawyers. They, oh it's... God. There's if you try and sue Scientology, there's no chance. That's crazy. Because not only will they beat you in court, they will harass you outside. They'll send people to your house to follow you and track you and keep an eye on you. It's it's absolutely insane once you leave. Oh, I just um I found an article on. It's saying a former Scientologist member um, filed a lawsuit against the Church of Scientology and its leader um, because they retaliated um, and she um, she filed like child abuse and human trafficking and forced labor um, against them. They allegedly did it against her and other members who left the church. So I guess it's not just um, money, but they're doing a ton of stuff. It's great. They seem like lovely people. Yeah, and I I think I think it's right for. uh, I pulled up a map. Not only does Germany recognize it as dangerous cult, other nations like France, Russia, um, some of the other European countries, Mexico, Argentina, they all. Sorry, not Argentina, Chile. They all recognize it as a dangerous cult. Except the United States. So it's not allowed to use it, use this cult in in these countries. You just mentioned. Yeah, they don't they don't classify it as a religion. They classify it as a cult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, how many countries are there that class? Are there any countries besides the United States that classify it as a religion? Uh, Spain, Portugal, Australia. Yeah, a lot of countries Not a lot a of lot. countries either just don't have a stance on it or they lean one way or the other. Oof. But a majority of countries just don't have a stance on it at all. I mean, um just because the um, I think because it still ex- like it still exists as a religion in the United States and um like there haven't been like boatloads of people coming forward about it um i don't think it's going to be be outright seen as a cult for a while like you know cults like nixon like once it disbanded everyone came forward with all this stuff about like all the abuse and stuff that happened within it so i think as long as it exists um and people are at risk of um at risk of being abused uh once they leave I don't think it'll become out. I don't think it'll be considered a cult in um, at least the United States for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But whether it gets suspended or not, they still they're still stuck in that billion year contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, well that wraps about up our time. If you guys want to have some ending thoughts, um. I feel bad for anyone who's in a vulnerable place where they they find themselves they find themselves in groups like this and I hope that 
the government kind of comes to its senses and tries to help more people who um, who find themselves trapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to say to these people who at some at some case got already in just even if they have some information you killed somebody there is still a way how to like how to figure it out but outside Scientology like it's not the way how to how to hide something it's just the way they, they are kind of devastating you, you and probably your bank account so just don't be don't be shy and try to get out of it even if might sound from my mouth pretty easy and your situation might be way way harder it's there is there is there is every time all right well thank you listeners for joining for joining us on this premiere episode of cult culture thank you